0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on wherever you are today in the world. My name is Amy Leo, and you are listening to what we should have learned in school, lessons about life and happiness. Imagine. (laughs) I'm actually back in Finland now after about a month and a half hiatus to celebrate my wedding and my new marriage to a Finnish gentleman named Mr. Erkula. Doesn't quite have the same ring as Mr. Anderson, but we roll with it. Uh, Today, I want to share something uh, that we both found kind of amusing on our honeymoon. We honeymooned in the Maldives. It was uh, truly picture perfect. I mean, turquoise water, the staff was beyond amazing. The food was incredible. Some of the best I've ever tasted in my life. And we really got to have some pupus time. And it was so interesting that my husband was playing soccer with some of the folks there. Some folks were from the Maldives, but also there were some tourists that were playing with him. It was a German couple. And the German guy said to him that he was basically getting bored. Uh, in the maldives and i 've actually heard this before from friends that have gone on le- on these um, you know week long vacations at these beach resorts that they actually get bored now of course there 's nothing wrong with being bored but but it's it 's funny to me because it speaks to that human tendency we have for wanting things to be different right because the the, the same person that will say that they're bored on vacation is likely the same person that was counting on the days till their vacation that kept talking about, oh my god, I really can't wait to get off work. I'm so stressed out, I'm so sick of work, it's so boring, it's so monotonous, blah blah blah. And then they find themselves in the Maldives, for instance, for a few days, and then a similar voice comes up, that voice that's not satisfied. This is the recipe for unhappiness in life is taking that, that kind of got to be different devil voice, right? You know, I I always think of the cartoons that had the picture of like the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder. And, you know, it's a pretty good representation, even though there's more than two voices. Sometimes it feels (laughs) in our, in our heads, but you know, it, it really shows again, the whimsical, the the ever-changing nature of our thoughts that they actually can't really be trusted because again, it can be the same person, for instance, that is dying for a relationship. They've been single for too long. They're really hoping and searching and dreaming for the one. And then they themselves in a relationship, and after oh so much time, all of a sudden in the relationship they miss the days when they were single and wish they could be single again. That's very similar to this back and forth kind of voice that's never satisfied when it comes to being on holiday uh, or not satisfied when you're working. It's like when we start to recognize that this is a, a feature that's at work of being human that there's always kind of that that little voice that's kind of looking for unhappiness almost or it's looking to self-sabotage, it's looking for reasons to complain. When we start to become aware of this, it loses its power. This is really revolutionary when we talk about this conversation in prisons and people really have that aha moment, that first realization that, oh my gosh, I I, I can have this thought and I don't have to act on it. Or I can have this thought but I don't have to take it seriously. Or I have this thought or, and, and I don't have to take that on as who I am as a person. This is again, we gave an example, I think a couple episodes ago about the, the cake. <laughs> this is another common scenario where this little resistance voice pops up, you know, the little recipe for misery dude that's sitting on our shoulder. Uh, you know, when it's like, Oh yeah, I'm craving, I'm craving for those chocolate chip cookies and that cake. Oh my God, I just have to have it. Then. When you finally give in to that voice and you eat the cake or the chocolate chip cookie, and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, what are you doing, you fatty? You know better than this. You're always overeating. You've got to go around the treadmill now, right? Like we're—it's <laughs> so fascinating because we are experiencing this wide range of perception, this wide range of ideas and thoughts about ourselves and the world in the same body. So you're not going crazy. You're actually very human when you have opposite thoughts. And the more that you begin to observe this from a more neutral place and not identify so strongly with whatever the thought is, the more that you can kind of begin to pick and choose which thoughts do you want to act on and which ones do you not want to act on. Now, this isn't always the case. You know, the point of this isn't for you to start trying to control your thinking or to blame yourself for having bad thoughts or whatever it is, because there's this other element. Not only are we thinking creatures, but we experience these fluctuations in our level of awareness of being thinking creatures. So there are some times where it's so automatic that we just impulsively act on our thoughts. That's okay. That's human. No worries there. And there's also these beautiful moments where we have a little bit of distance, where we can begin to make conscious decisions in our life. And that's available to every human being, because every human being fluctuates in and out of this. And the more that you begin to observe your life from that broader perspective, the more often you begin to experience these moments of having the choice between really believing and having a bad time that the thinks is boring and that you wish you could be working (laughs) or you can just let that go and you can enjoy your time being there because you're gonna be back at the office again anyway (laughs) where then you're probably gonna be complaining about your work. So starting to see that there is this kind of self-sabotaging voice, this little dude that's, that's always kind of keeping us unhappy, just becoming more aware of that 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 mechanism inside you is not saying anything is wrong with you, that this is actually very normal and very human, it begins to open up the space for greater psychological freedom and consequently for more moments of happiness because you're not believing that voice that's always unhappy. You're starting to kind of like, all right. It's kind of like a critic that's always hanging out here, like the devil on the shoulder. There's nothing you have to do to change it, to get away from it. It's it's just a thought. It's just an idea that's come across your radar momentarily. And when you start to leave it alone a little bit and not take it so seriously, it, it, it tends to go away on its own. And it tends to go away quicker over time. That's all I have for you today. I hope you're having a fabulous summer. I know I'm really enjoying the weather here in Finland. It's, it's incredibly hot here. It's over 80 degrees. Um, so for those that think that climate change is not real, I guess that's a different video. <laughs> but until next time, take care of yourself, stay curious, and keep rocking. I'll talk to you next week.